Hello, marketing interns. Get on your feet. We have podcast number 30. We are rolling. We are feeling it. Let's get after it. Declan, how are we? Uh, It's November 13th, and like you said, our 30th podcast. It's our 30th podcast special. And, you know, Andrew said get on your feet, right? Well, um, don't yet because the podcast hasn't started yet. you got to get a little hyped first. Mm -hmm. Um, But our, our show this week is a little different from normal, I'd say. Um, you know, you know, you, I'm sure all the marketing interns were expecting a big guest, you know, something a little quinkening to take away from that, you know, maybe, uh, maybe a, a really cool feel good story, which we will have, but like different, uh, you know, something cool, right? Well, let me tell you, uh, it's just us today. It's just, it's just us. It's a shorter episode. We're going to kick back. We're going to talk, talk a little bit about our, uh, article, uh, not necessarily the content of it, but the the uh, experience of getting a Tommy Media article. That was fantastic. Uh, we'll hit you with an average quality, of course. And then uh, a new idea that we have that we haven't fully done, but we're getting there. Um, you know, this podcast, we, sh- we shoot for the stars all the time, and sometimes you end up um, hitting hitting the average star, I would say. Yeah, you, um, you go for gold star, and you get like a bronze star. Yeah. Um, so... This time around, we went. We, we settled for the brown star, and we're not disappointed by any means in that regard. We, um, sorry, we're having some complications. We're trying to do a, a visual. Uh, no, yeah, in a different, in addition to uh, a podcast, we also try and put everything on YouTube, and you know that's always an, an issue because uh, the GoPro is now like Siri and Alexa and all your other stupid things that you can tell talk to. Well, now the GoPro is like that. So when we say, well, well we can't actually say it, but. Uh, the the G Pro when when you say G Pro uh, G O Pro uh, S T O P uh, recording and I we can't say that so because then it stops and recording. exactly yeah, so yeah so we're we're trying to we're trying to mix our words so that GoPro doesn't actually listen to us anyways back to what you're saying Andrew um, so this podcast like Declan said we shot for the stars. But at the end of the day, we knew what our marketing marketing interns truly wanted. They wanted the guys from the back pocket, your favorite average dudes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it took us... So also, another cool thing to, know, to mention is uh, it took us 30 episodes to find uh, the intro song that we'll now use for the rest of time, um, allegedly. Um, so, you know, we we looked at all our previous um, intro songs, the first one being uh, some intro guitar um, that was we just found on SoundCloud. That was that was kind of cool, um, but we we didn't buy it. We're not buying it collectively. Um, it kind of made you feel like you were like in the elevator or something. You're like when it kind of caught you off guard when you first listened to it. But it was cool. Yeah. It worked. It wasn't um, going to get you all excited for the back, right? And then confuse you probably. Right. And then we thought uh, Ring of Fire because why not? You know, Ring of Fire is a classic song. Um, we we did a little spin on it with the kazoo. Um, that I thought that was pretty funny. Um, you know, spoke to our uh, bronze star per se, um, again, you know, kind of average, we're not buying it, but then we come across the one and only Joe Walsh, um, singing Ordinary Average Guy, and, uh, nothing explains Andrew or describes Andrew and I more than Ordinary Average Guys, so that's, that's one thing that's just fantastic. And we want to thank uh, our marketing interns, specifically J.B. Stender, for, um, Shedding light on this, yeah. this song. You know, just shooting us, reaching out to us and saying, uh, hey, this is like you guys. And we're like, uh, you're right, absolutely. So, again, yeah, thank you, JB. Huge win for this program. Um, 
I get, one thing to mention, though, uh, is uh, we're probably copyright infringing on uh, Joe Walsh's song. Um, so, uh, Joe, if you're listening, Joe Walsh, uh, listen up. Um, we're, we're not doing this on, well, we're doing it on purpose, but we're not copyright infringing on purpose, and uh, we're going to hit you up and make sure uh, that we aren't copyright infringing, that we have rights to your song, and that this is Joe Walsh's song and not the back pocket intro song, or that they are in concurrence. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, if you're listening. Similar to, you know, how we go about analytics is how we go about copyright infringements. It's just kind of like, whatever, dude. <laughs> like, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we're getting to it. Yeah. It's, it's, this, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, we're, we're, we're slowly getting it together, I think. So that's just something to think about. So the boys from the back pocket have been on quite a journey. You know, we've started um, with Mallory Jensvold on Valentine's Day. And now we're nine months later sitting here. Um, doing podcast number 30, and we have finally had an article published about us. Yeah, so someone heard about us. Yes. Um, so that's pretty much our analytics at this point, is uh, our friends found out about us, and then our friends told other people, and they also said... Um, <clears throat> our friends And our friends told some people of importance that know how to write, and that ends up being Tommy Media. So uh, Tommy Media is the local... What do you call them? The the lo- local journals, uh, student-led journalist school. The on-campus journal. Journalist? Journalist. Yeah, the on-campus student journalist uh, writing stories that are of interest in the area. And uh, we happened to be uh, one of their articles, and it was really cool. Um, but I guess more more so about the article, we're ta- we want to talk more about um, the opportunity we had and what that opportunity was like. Um, so one thing that was... I thought was interesting that when we were asked to do this right away was, holy cow, we're going to be interviewed and we're not going to be the ones interviewing someone. So we were the interviewees, not the interviewers per se. Um, so that was an interesting experience. So going into it, it was like, um, what are you looking for, Andrew? I'm trying to pull up the article. It's right there. Um, so one thing that was interesting to see like how people ask questions versus how we ask questions because I don't know about you, Andrew, but we have no, I don't have any background on asking, you know, doing interviews, like proper professional interviews. Yeah, I, I would say I've, I've got probably a little more experience being yeah. with some of my classes that I've taken have helped yeah. al- along those lines and kind of have like an organization, a theme and a method to creating an environment for interviewees to um, feel comfortable answering questions sure. in an atmosphere that you want. Right. Um, but, you know, what's awesome about the back pocket is this room kind of just initiates that environment. So when we do get those interviewees to come to the Washington Capitol, um, you don't necessarily have to ask questions to open up that level, that where you want it to go. Yeah. And as they already recognize it. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, when we first started, we, you know, we looked into or we didn't really think have put any thought towards our questions. You know, we just. It was kind of spur of the moment. Um, let's not send our guests the questions. Let's just throw them into the fire and see how they do, you know, because we're just average guys and, like, this is what we're all about. But I think the content that was produced from that, not saying it wasn't good, but it, it could have been better had they prepared. And you want the one thing that I um, most recognized about being interviewed was, like, they wanted us to be as comfortable as possible so that we could give the best answer. And I feel like that's something that we didn't do at the beginning, but are now doing at an all-time high. Yes. And uh, it was cool, you know, to see um, it, when you interview people who um, are a product of something, 
they relay, um, you know, a very consistent message. So we, when we say we do our research, we actually do our research. Um, we maybe not as much as we claim, but uh, an average amount of research, I'd say. We look into, you know, what like things they've done in the past. You know, what kind of articles were written about them pr- prior. And it's interesting to see how, you know, that message doesn't deviate from article to article or from um, post to post or, you know, what you find on the Internet. Um, So I think that was something that you brought up before we did the interview was like, hey, let's let's sell ourselves consistently and do something that uh, or show people what we're about and have that be the same across all platforms, no Mm -hmm. matter what you see. So when they see the back pocket, they link it to. Your wildly average podcast. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. It was cool to actually do that and relay, you know, a consistent message about who and what we are. Yeah, and it's sometimes misleading when you don't establish that because that you try people try to be sporadic and try to be really informational and try to do too much. And then when you're reading the article, you're like, "This is all over the place." Um, what What is their what is their purpose? What's their why? Like at the end of the day, you want to you want to capture that when you read a new article about something new. Um, so that is why we have tried, or we have had an opportunity to initiate this way, this train of thought, with being interviewed now. So we the first time we've been interviewed um, was with uh, a, a student doing a project for her class. Right. So let's mention that before or in the same week that we got interviewed by Tommy Media, not to brag, um, but we also got interviewed by two others and it was all in the one week. And so it was a huge like PR week for us, I guess. We we aren't big PR guys. We're not PR majors by any means. We're not marketing majors by any means, but we're just podcasters. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to, you know, like you said, look into the, the art of PR, you know, and figure out how do you, how do you sell yourself? Like, what do you do? Do you wear bright colors in a fedora like we are now? Probably. Maybe. Uh, do, you, uh, do you speak in, like, really nice tones and, you know, uh, act like you're super professional? No. No. Because that's not who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Triple D said, uh, Dean Don Weinkoff, you don't don't take yourself so seriously. We're, we're not serious guys by any means. So, it's a great point. And I think the Tommy Media article um, was an opportunity where it was a... In a safe space almost where you could say like there wasn't a if we failed it wasn't going to be the end all be all because that we we set that bar already yes if we if we meet the average expectation the average expectation was to not do well or to you know do kind of well in some areas and not well in others um so like you said though like having the interviews um before this and getting interviewed by you know a girl for her a marketing intern sophie. for her sophie um, for her, you know, what was it, like a communications class, class. or something? Yep. And then Gamiel, another marketing intern, doing a video interview of us. Uh, I think we crushed that, too. I yeah, don't that know, was allegedly. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just the idea of, you know, selling yourself, I guess. So I say we go through this Tommy Media article and look at some of the lines that we were like, oh, yeah, like, we we, we crushed that. Oh. And maybe give us a little, like, cheer. Maybe a little, little segment alert. Ooh, segment alert. Segment alert. Segment okay. alert. Let's let's uh, let's do a segment. Let's call this segment "Good Line, Bad Line." Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, good or bad. Um, so we're yeah, like you said, we're gonna go through and we're gonna evaluate. You know how how we did um, with selling ourselves and how we did in the context of the article. So Andrew, what do you got first? Okay, so I'm looking at um, one of the quotes 
that you said to kind of okay. start off the, our article. Oh, so one thing to mention is I think everything that we say uh, on a daily basis, we don't remember. So reading the article, I was like, wow, I really said that? Like, that sounded like pretty good. Yeah. Or like, Andrew's like, wow, I really said that? Ooh. <laughs> oh, ooh. Um, so here's, here's a line. Let's, let's, let's give us a good line, bad line. Okay. Um, we're fine-tuning our craft in a way that's direct. And it makes sense. It's good to listen to. Brown said. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think you touched the surface. Yeah, on, uh, I think you scratched the surface of what yeah. we're doing, Declan. Nice. So, uh, good. Good, good line. Good. good. We're buying it. Declan, give me a line. Um, let's see. Uh, Andrew, uh, when you when we first started, uh, started the podcast, people would tell us, what even was that? You're making us cringe. Ooh. <laughs> I read that. I'm like, so is that true? Well, yeah. <laughs> Did we make people cringe? I would say so. <laughs> I mean, we had a few segments early on where we were uh, we played a game uh, where we where our first producer Steve asked us questions and gave us four multiple choice options, and uh, we had to figure out what those answers were. That yeah. segment was probably cringeworthy. Whatever happened to the history quiz? Dude, it, we've abandoned so many ideas, and I feel like. We should just get back into them just for fun one of these days. So like a history quiz, not knowing when the Civil War started. Probably should know when the Civil War started. That's bad. That was bad. <laughs> really bad. Um, the line the line is accurate, but I wouldn't say it's bad, to be honest. That's so it's would, accurate. Would we call that a a smart PR move to call our content cringeworthy early? No. Probably no. not. Not good. <laughs> However, I came back with, now we're having people on the show that are interesting and have a message to deliver. I felt like I had more to say in regards to, <laughs> with a comeback line. I think there was a better one. Um, he kind of helped me out with that line. However, okay. I don't. I'm not buying it. And let's let's give a shout out to Kyle first of all. Kyle, Kyle Manderfield. He's the guy who wrote the article. Great writer. Um, even better guy. Um, he actually came in and like did a podcast with us and was super good about it. I mean, he's he's it was really fun to have him around. It was mm-hmm. easy to answer, but yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I again thank you, Kyle, for putting us out there, but it's our job as podcasters to make light and make fun of, of, ourselves. of ourselves. Yeah, exactly. So this is not a shot at, a shot at you, this is a shot at, at us. Um, and that is a genuine shout at us. <laughs> Alright, next line. Um, gotta say this one. Uh, this is a line from Father Deese uh, when asked about his experience on the back pocket. It was the most unique interview I've ever experienced. Um, Andrew and Declan came at it with a lightheartedness and humor, and their questions are somewhat orth- unorthodox. However, um, their unusual questions provoke some serious pondering on my part, and that, and they are definitely good at what they do. Um, um, so I, I look at that and say, good, that, that's exactly what we are. We're unorthodox, um, we're lighthearted and humorous, um, and then I, I guess we're good at what we do. Um, but then what, what really you know caught me was they asked some unusual questions, or, no, however, their unusual questions provoke some serious pondering on my part. Did we, like, hurt them? Is, is this pondering, like, something you couldn't go to bed at night because we asked them, like, <coughs> if we should start a rugby league in Uganda? <laughs> I think we initiated some, some really cool thoughts for him where yeah. he could actually expand upon <laughs> that he didn't necessarily think of that perspective prior. I think Father Deese, like, I think... 
you know, he probably doesn't talk. To, I mean, he probably talks to a lot of kids around campus, but doesn't really get in depth on like the depth of conversation is very uh, surface. And for him to, you know, kind of look into us and really get to know us for an hour and see what the, the college students of 2017 are doing. I feel like he was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, these guys, <laughs> this is a lot more than I thought these kids are doing. Yeah, if these guys are funny and these guys have, like, some actual good questions <laughs> that I genuinely want to think more about. And yeah. he said that. And, like, that, this quote right here, I think, makes the article. Yeah, sure. I agree? Like yeah, agree. Great line. Great line. Ooh, getting out of the confines of the segment. Mm. Great line. Bye. Bye. Oh, here's a good one. I'm an engineering major, and Andrew is a business major. We both play football. We both have co- girlfriends. We're busy people. Subtle brag. <laughs> that sounds exactly like me. I'd say I'd, I definitely said that. That's confirmed. That's confirmed. Um, and, again, this is another line that really made the article because I had two people come up to me, and this was the line they remembered. <laughs> like sure. genuinely laughed at subtle brag. Good usage. Okay. So sweet. Good line. Nailed that. Great line. Bye. We'll just buy it. Alright. Here's a line for the ages. <sighs> I originally thought this is taking so much time out of my day. I absolutely despise doing this and I don't want to do the podcast anymore. Yikes! So marketing interns, <laughs> which person do you think said that? Declan or myself? <laughs> the latter. It was Andrew. <laughs> yeah, it was me. So I think this is a great example, uh, a great learning lesson to understand how uh, things might get taken out of context, what you say. Um, so this kind of was taken out of context, but it was it, it made sense. So basically what it was <coughs> about was when we first started the show, um, we spent... You know, we we basically were like, oh, dude, it, it, this isn't live. Let's just, like, talk for two hours and then edit it down to an hour and then, like, that'll be a good show. Mm. And, you know, it was. It wasn't, like, a bad show by any means, but it also required, like, five to six hours of editing and, you know, parsing together to make, a, you know, a good, a, a, a showable product. Um, so that is what, is it fair to say, like, that's when the podcast stunk was in like March when we're, us idiots were can't, talking over each other and, uh, trying to figure out like what the hell we're saying and <laughs> talking yeah. for two hours. The consistency, the flow, the chemistry was not there. We didn't, again, people ask us like how we came about our topic and the way of the things that we talk about. Um, we had no plan of what to talk about on the podcast. We just knew we wanted to talk for an hour. Um, and originally we created different segments and some of them were good. Some of them weren't. And we just did a bunch of them. So I had to pick which we thought the best ones were. Now we figured out exactly how we want to portray ourselves, what the content we want to talk about. And we take, we do one take, boom, interview, boom, back end, boom. Bye, 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 bye. It's the most consistent editing you could ever be a part of when we do our work. Flows like the, flows like a river would flow. Yes. Downhill. Um, so here's, here's another one. I thought, uh, this was great. This is Andrew again. Uh, we keep everything super conversational, so there's really no pressure if we do screw up. There are certain things we'll say that reinforce our average quality theme of the podcast that almost encourage the screw-ups. That just adds to the satire. Well done, well done. First of all, satire, congratulations on using the word satire. Um, that's unbelievable. Good you know, work. Thank you. You know, we, we strive, we pride ourselves on, um, 
letting our marketing interns know new words yeah. on our What Did You Learn segment. Right. And um, although satire is not a new word by any means, <laughs> it is a word that is sometimes difficult to use in context. Yeah. And, a, and sometimes people fail at it. I think I did it successfully. You nailed it. Good line. Thank you. What do we got next? Um, let's do this line right here. Uh, this idea is to go forward. The idea. Oh, sorry. The idea is to go forward with it and keep expanding because we love to do it. Now that we've been doing it for eight months and developed a passion for it, it does not matter if we have one listener or 1,000 listeners. We love what we do, and that's not going to change. <laughs> Bam. End of article. I'm so proud of our work. <laughs> We sure. had ups and downs. We sure. had good lines. We had bad Abs lines. Ebbs and flows. Strikes and gutters. Strikes and gutters. What are you going to do? Average article. Average dudes. Yeah. Well, by the way, that not to brag, that was uh, my line, and that was a good good line. Sure. Good line. We'll, we'll take that. I like Subtle that. brag. Absolutely. So uh, that was our overview of the Tommy Media article, and, uh, you know, we, we don't want to... We want to stress enough how cool the opportunity was, and, um, you know, just... The experience of it, and you know, it's it, it kind of shed a light on us how, you know, getting this podcast going and gaining momentum has a lot to do with PR, and we didn't even think about it prior. So, mm. uh, going forward, we will be doing a lot of PR. So, please, if you do want to write an article about us, uh, anyone, any marketing interns, that it's have, not their job to write the article. Well, it is their job, but it's our job to ask people. Exactly. <laughs> well, some people can reach out to us, like Tommy Media. We didn't know that sure, was going to happen. Sure. But what I was trying to get at was yeah. uh, if someone has a journalist um, platform where they believe we are a good match, uh, we're open yeah. to do more PR things because we, we enjoyed these ones and we want to do more. Absolutely. Um, um, so, so trapping the puck. Yeah, let's just trap the puck on that whole thing. Um, here's, here's another thing uh, going forward. Uh, our ideas. So um, you, like in mentioned in the article and we talk about this all the time, uh, we have like a 30, what, 34-page uh, Google Doc um, going on right now. Mm. Uh, it's basically everything that we've ever done in the podcast. 36. 36. Okay, sorry. 36-page Google Doc that we pretty much document everything. Any idea that we have, we write down, and we organize it into our podcast, uh, 1 through 30 right now. Um, we have a bunch of stories we want to tell. We have a bunch of ideas. We have a bunch of things that we haven't done in the podcast or have done in the past, and then we just document all of it. All, even with all of our guests, where we put all our questions. Anyways, um... So we had an idea to go through each one of the guests that we had and see how we can get better. Because we're if if we peak now, um, then you know we've done a bad job, and and it would be a disappointment to peak in uh, podcast thirty. We'd love to peak uh, later, obviously. Don't want to hit your peak on yeah. podcast thirty. No, absolutely not. Um, so we're we're gonna go about it that way, figuring out ways we can improve because there's always areas for improvement, and we're also gonna be looking for like a golden nugget, Ooh, like a, a inter- quinky dink, a quinky dink that mm. the uh, the interviewees um, their theme. You know, we talk about our theme in our present in our interviews. Now we we should realize what they their message their, was. their messages exactly and, and how we can learn from it. Yes, and so you know the idea originally was hey go back through all thirty podcasts all. X amount of guests, um, listen to them and learn from each one. Uh, well, so we, when we go through, when we do ideas, we do uh, like an average job at doing the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to go through like three of them. We, we, we've, we've done enough work to where we've got the idea together. So uh, there's 30 podcasts of 29 and 
we're gonna we're gonna go in depth on three of them because this is a short notice segment. This segment came to us uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, again, shout out my father, John and Sarah. Big marketing intern. Big time marketing intern. Always looking to uh, improve our podcast in any way he can believe yeah. to do so. Yeah. Always has his hot takes. Uh, he loves the process. Big process guy. Because um, so, the process will love you back. Absolutely. We learned that last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, a- again, like you said, so we're going to go through a few of our guests um, and, you know, kind of elaborate on this. Um, idea we had because you know we want to start implementing all the ideas we have because we we think they're good ideas Mm. Um, so let's go ahead and get after it Um, so triple d uh, actually you know another thing to note is um, if you haven't listened to any of these people that we uh, just listed off highly recommend on the buy button to go back and listen to them yes Um, because because they're great they're great interviews there's a buy button there's a sell button and we're buy, buy, buy on these last three interviews. Knock them out of the park. Okay, so, again, getting after it. First one, Triple D, Dean Don Wankoff, last episode, Podcast 29. What did he have to say for us? Don't take yourself too seriously. People who take themselves too seriously, um, you know, they don't, they're not humble. They don't, and they don't, uh, not as successful as they could be. Yeah, they're just not going about life in a way that um, can enlightened just your energy yeah because and the, what was really cool about the interview with uh dr dean weinkoff triple d was his consistent reinforcement of this thing like every question we had he was like love this question again let me tell you about self-sufficiency self-sufficiency <laughs> boom and then he brings it back to don't take yourself too seriously Absolutely. and he's a dean of engineering been through a lot done a lot and he's sitting there humbly Saying these for this, which is talking really cool. to a, a bunch of dingoes like us, a couple of dingo dingoes or dingus. We that's that's, that's another idea that we're gonna figure out. Yeah, and get filter that in mm-hmm. later. Um, another interview, uh, John Abraham. I felt like his message was uh, just be more like him because he's just that cool. That was a pr- and it was a pretty awesome interview. It was our most lengthy one. Yeah, and I think that kind of r- the reason why is because he's just that cool. Yeah, and I think just the way he carries himself as just very sporadic in the moment, uh, you know, very uh, smart, very educated guy. Witty. And witty, and just able to throw that all out on the table. It's like, we, we call it a kitchen sink interview, folks. It's where, you know, we come to work with our hard hat and everything, and then, you know, we give him some questions, and then he throws a kitchen sink back at us, and we're like, all right, what do we do with this? Um, we were on our feet for sure during yeah, that podcast. I would say, yeah, we were on our feet, cheer, go John Abraham, let's go, Johnny! Um... <coughs> But that's another thing where it's like when you when you're editing it or we're all listening to it again, it's like, wow, this guy has a lot to say. How do you parse through and organize and figure out, you know, what exactly this is all about? And I'd say at the end of the day, it's that process of just figuring it out and going with it and not having any fear whatsoever. And I think that's what speaks to like his sporadic. It's like he just has no disregard, and it's not a bad thing because he's smart about it mm-hmm. and he's experienced it. And he's done a million interviews. Something we could take from him, just being. Just throw it out there. Kitchen sink. Be yeah. someone. Be someone who people want to talk to. Yes. Be like very intriguing. Uh, next one, uh, Doctor B, Doctor William Brendel. Um, I would say that was very. Um, like you have a guy like John Abraham, you're gonna have a guy like Doctor B, who's almost completely opposite. I would say you got a guy whose stress levels are so low. Then so much lower than everyone else, they just don't record on the Richter scale. I assume the Richter scale is how you record stress levels. Is the Richter scale the earthquake? 
I think so. Yeah. Stay, same thing. And stress. And stress. Obviously. Yeah, good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's just a very low-stress guy. Um, you know, meditation guru. Um, helps people lead and is a leadership counselor. Um, and he helped us definitely learn how to lead and, you know, make us better leaders and understand from everyone's perspective. But at the same time, he said, just live in the moment, man. Because if you, the one thing I remember is if you wor- if you worry about something in the, f- if you're th- sitting there and your mind wanders to the future, that causes anxiety. And if you think about, to the, if your mind wanders to the past, that causes typically sadness, depression, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you stay in that even keel, average area in the moment, that's how you're going to maximize every opportunity. And what's what was really cool is the way he. Um, was able to bring all of his messages. Again, I said this about Triple E, but Dr. B was fantastic at just bringing everything full circle. The circle of life, more say, where it was like anything that we described, whether it be um, ironing clothes and talking about um, how uh, other people people do it in different ways and the wrinkles of life can all be um, taken out and removed differently. It was just like Dr. B was just on another level with just comparing just average Ironing everyday clothes things. to the wrinkles of life. And we're yeah. like, holy, like, <laughs> what, in, what in heaven's name have we got here? <laughs> like, it was awesome. <clears throat> like, no one no one thinks like that. It was such an alternate perspective, and it was sick. Um, so, uh, that, those are the, so it turns out those are the only three that we really listened to recently, and it turns out those are, the, like, the last three podcasts. So... <laughs> That's sort of what we remember. <laughs> and so we promise to get the other, whatever, 25 guests in our hot takes on them. It's a continuous thing. What are we going to call this, by the way? Um, well, right now we have the titles John and Sarah's idea. <laughs> uh, okay. Or it can just be called Golden Nugget. Ooh, Golden Nugget. I like that. Maybe we do like one Golden Nugget each week and yeah. we just refer back to our old podcast. Or we could do three. I kind of like doing three. Three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or we two. We used to do one. Life comes in threes. Yeah. You kidding me? Golden Nugget. Golden Nugget. The Golden Nugget segment. So that was the Golden Nugget segment with uh, the back pocket. Good work. Good work. Um, so this is a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun. How about you, Dak? I'm, I'm having a blast. I mean, this is the first time we uh, have done a podcast, just the two of us, no interview. Um, right? Are we good at it? Uh, I think this is the first one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we good at it? That's a, that's a good question. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out. Absolutely. I feel like, you know, we always struggle with boosting our analytics when we don't have an interview because that's an influx of new listeners. Right. When they see a new person that has been on the show, they're like, ooh. That's something that's, I want to listen to. That's something to. I want to listen to. And also, that person tells other people he was on that podcast, so he draws in some more listeners. So, we might not have that here, but, uh, you know... As podcasters, we we do a lot of um, content for the marketing interns, but this one's for us. Podcast thirty, this one's for us. It was just a it was a bye week. If 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 you're a football team and you have a bye week, you're not playing anyone. You're playing yourself. It's a te- I would coin the term us week. Um, so podcast thirty was a reflection, uh, a bye week per se. Um, you know, a break from um, you know our typical routine. It was it was an us podcast. It yes. was an us week. It was a time to focus on uh, on us, reflect on us. How can we be better? What things do we do well? What things do we do not as well? Uh, which ultimately equates to uh, something that we did averagely. Um, so that was it. I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much what you put in a box and send to someone is the the back pocket podcast thirty. 
Um, so let's go ahead and finish it off. Uh, what do we learn in a feel-good story? You know, we're not going to escape our, our, our exit. No. Absolutely not. This is where we're at our best, and we want to show our marketing interns on a podcast like this how we do at the end of each podcast so successfully, even though we know some people don't even reach it. Look, the reality, the reality of this is that we don't know if anyone actually gets to the end of our show. Uh, we've had uh, sputters. John and Sarah, he gets to the end of a show. He's a finisher. Um, but we don't know how many finishers there are, per se. Um, so this is a good test to see, you know, who's a finisher and who's a, who's a marketing intern that is a finisher. So uh, hopefully, whoever's been here, welcome to the Finishers Club. Yes. This is a, it's, a, it's an honorary group. Um, so let's get after it. Uh, what did you learn? Uh, personally, I can start this segment. Okay, sure. Um, I learned Car- about Carboni's Pizza this weekend. That needs to be talked about. Yes. Um, I had no idea what Carboni's Pizza was. I was sitting uh, downstairs watching college football on Saturday, and uh, my dad said, hey, Declan and Patrick went to go pick up six pizzas from a pizza place that starts with C. You know what, you remember, do you know what it's called? I'm like, a C? I have no idea. CC's Pizza? CC's Pizza. She, he went over to his girlfriend's house. He picked up a couple of Jack's pizzas. Um, lo and behold, he comes back with six pizzas, two sausage, two pepperoni, two cheese, um, cut in squares. Hadn't seen that up here in Minnesota ever. I've been here for four years. I've not seen a square pizza cut. Yeah, square, square pizza is so uh, ancient at this point. Like the last time I ate square pizza was when you know I thought all pizza was the same, and like I was probably like a third grader mm-hmm. and loved pizza. You know, every every elementary kid just you know pizzas, and then someone's like, "What's your favorite food?" They're like, "Pizza, dude." And everyone's like, "Duh, you get me pizza's the best." It's still to this day someone asks, "What's your favorite food?" I'm yeah, saying and, pizza, and you're yeah, seriously, and and. If you're eating it by the square like you did back in the day, because I guess that was a thing back then, mm-hmm. you know, Carboni's hasn't hasn't run away from that. They're not by the slice; they're by the square they're or by, by the line. By the line. That's don't get me started on this, because <laughs> so it's a 14 inch pizza roughly. <clears throat> so that means they to to maximize the slice uh, numberage, they cut their slices <laughs> in bite size. They were all uh, chicken nugget. Basic, basically, the size one bite of the chicken. One bite, everyone knows the rules. One bite, sure. everyone knows the rules. Pizza. Yeah. This was literally one bite, though. Sorry, Barstool, Dave Portnoy. We know you don't take one bite. This was one bite. This was absolutely one bite. And uh, we just had an absolute blast with eating this pizza. We were taking pizza by the line. And when I say that, I don't mean in, in, a, in, a, in a usage of cocaine by any means. Sure. We're not doing cocaine not, by the line. We're not smoking cocaine. No. That's what kids do nowadays. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, whatever. Um, we're taking pizza by the line, yeah. which means we see this pepperoni pizza and we just it's take cut it. in a square. So, you know, you got two parallel cuts going across a circle. That right there is a line. Yes. So I don't know how else to explain it. It's perfect. It's, <laughs> it's perfect imagery. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and you just take that line and I. How marching. fast would you inhale that line? Uh, probably a line a minute. A mile, it was a line a minute. We were ripping lines. There was five dudes eating six pizzas, and we got through um, five pizzas. I think we had one pizza left. Yeah, cheese, and, of course. Yeah, cheese, dude. And that's another. That's a great segue because you got to understand, you know, the art of the cheese pizza as well. So you, you show up to a pizza party, you know, everyone's been to a pizza party, you got your standard pepperoni, you got your sausage, and then you usually got, like, some random one with mushrooms that no one eats, mm-hmm. and then you got the cheese, and, you know, the cheese they put at the end, right? Because everyone's like, oh, i got to get my pepperoni, or, you know, you got the pepperoni guys, you got the 
sausage guys, and you got the the vegans or the vegetarians who are eating the supreme, and so. But then you got cheese at the end. Cheese is a is a somewhat the the pizza that everyone eats. Um, so you know when everyone's digging through theirs, and you know you got yours, but you're like ah, I could go for another. Uh-huh. Cheese, cheese is always there. there. And cheese, you, cheese pizza is a great equivalent to the back pocket. Uh, it's just there when you need it. It's all they're always going to have uh, fresh pieces of pizza. You know they're not gonna. It's not going anywhere mm-hmm. unless you want to get it. And then it's always just safe, and you can always count on it to taste. You know at least average. It's a cheese pizza. It's a cheese pizza. And you can't screw it up either. No, it's too. It's too great to screw up. And the best part was when you got to the cheese part, you knew you were getting fresh pizza. Like virgin slices because it was untouched because everyone else was going through the pep and the sausage. Yeah, you're getting Get virgin, virgin slices that are fresh. Dude, box virgin lines. Virgin we're lines. We're ripping virgin lines of cheese pizza. Yeah, man. you open that box, you see the steam escape it because it had not been touched yet, and you take a virgin line. I mean, well, watching college football on Saturday with a couple of bros, like ah, uh, dude, boys eating pizza, man. You kidding me? Some That's people would doing. say that scenario is so far fetched. I'm not buying it. Yeah. However. We'd experienced it. It wouldn't really happen. Carbonis, I learned about it. And, you know, as you can see, we thoroughly enjoyed our Carbonis pizza. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so what I learned, uh, this is a fact. Facts are facts. Um, so 100-mile-per-hour wind. You good, Andrew? Yeah. 100-mile-per-hour wind. So think uh, hurricane. 100-mile-per-hour wind. Um, that is equivalent in pounds, in force, in a force, in a pound. 100-mile-per-hour uh, wind is equivalent to... Um, an African force elephant, which is roughly 6,000 to 10,000 pounds. So think about if the wind's blowing at 100 miles per hour and you're standing outside, it's like a big elephant just smacking you right in the face. Holy smokes. Yeah. Hmm. So that's what I learned. Thank you, Declan. Always, as I say, making our marketing interns smarter. Now we're going to finish it off with a feel-good story. Um, ending on a positive note, you know, St. Thomas believes in everything for the common good. As podcasters, we believe that we have a role in this, maybe not for the common good, but just for uh, life in general. We're commonly, averagely good guys. Exactly. So we're going to share a story of um, how our um, football team has a sleep expert who we've had on the podcast, uh, Dr. Pritchard. Please go back and listen to her interview. A lot of of good information on sleep. And uh, she is now helping other universities um, with their sleep. And specifically, football teams. Um, so, uh, when you're in a conference and you play teams every every year, um, you develop rivalries. Um, I would go ahead and say, um, breaking news: uh, Saint Olaf is now a rival of Saint Thomas, uh, per se. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Saturday, um, this past Saturday, uh, Saint Thomas beat Saint Olaf uh, 97 to zero. Um, but the day before was the part we're talking about: is uh, the Saint Saint uh, no Saint Olaf tweeted out um, a you know, picture of all their teammates, you know, having a good time. Um, and it said, thank you to Dr. Pritchard uh, for coming by and teaching us about sleep. You know, as a St. Thomas guy, as a back pocket guy, you're like, whoa, like that's our, that's our guy mm. or that's, that's our sleep expert, you know? And so she was know, on our show. Yeah. She was on our show trying to help us sleep, not our enemies sleep. You know, that's how we view it. You know, football guys are very, uh, you know, cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Uh, but, you know, then we reach out to her and we're like, can you confirm or deny this average uh, average tweet from St. Olaf? And, and she came back with a fantastic response. And she's like, look, gentlemen, look. She's very wise. I can just imagine her saying this to us. Yep. And she was like, look, you know, uh, I, my job is to help everyone sleep. And not enough people get enough sleep. 
and or get enough sleep or sleep well. And so I'm trying to help these guys out and spread the movement. And I and you guys as a podcast do that great, and which is true. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, uh, but I'm only going to help people that are going to make it to the playoffs. And so we're like, oh, okay. And she promises sure. not to uh, help people that will face in the bracket. Yeah, she kind of flamed Sinol. So she, she low had key. a low-key flame. I don't think she recognized, she realized that. I don't think she recognized. She uh, accidentally flamed St. Olaf, and then she was like, uh, and they allowed, what? how many yards did they allow yesterday? 660. In the game? 667. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, and that's like what St. Olaf says. I, I don't know. You have to go and read it. Is that's, that's like their thing. I don't get it. Isn't that like a Beyonce song? I'm not buying it. Yeah. I don't care. We, we're not buying it. it useless, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, Dr. P, just spreading the mo- the movement, man. Doing everything that she can to get people sleep. Similar to us, spread the movement, man. The marking interns, the wildly average movement. Find it. Buy it. Love it. Love the process. See you later. Hope you guys enjoyed Podcast 30 Special with the boys from the back pocket. We love you. Take care. Take care. I live.